is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Oh, he's G'day, it's Sunday and it's Dobbo and Ginger. James Graham and Dobbo on Sunday Footy Talk, a listener podcast. Hello, James. How are you? Yeah, very well, Ben. Very well. Looking forward to unpacking yesterday's action. What a round it's been already. I'm looking forward to getting stuck in to all things that happened at the night. Oh, wasn't it a cruel way to lose? Yeah, it certainly was. We'll talk about that night's Penrith Golden Point win to the Panthers. The Warriors and the Cowboys, the Warriors flying. And the Broncos sit at the top of the competition ladder. After seven weeks, this is Footy Talk, a listener podcast. Ginger, Jimmy Graham and Dobbo with you on a Sunday. Welcome to Footy Talk. It's Sunday and round seven of the Telstra Premiership. Dobbo and James Graham with you to recap what was an epic Saturday of rugby league. James Graham, so much to talk through. Let's start with the Warriors and the Cowboys. The Warriors now, can you believe it? Today, they sit in third position. Five wins, two losses. They beat the Cowboys yesterday, 22 points to 14. And what we are seeing from this Warriors side is commitment that we haven't seen in a long time. In front of a big, big crowd at Mount Smart Stadium, they got the biscuits again against over the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, they've been absolutely sensational, haven't they, Ben? I mean, you know, you talk about them being in third, but um, they're one of a well... They're on five wins, so really they should be in second. Um, But that's another story for another day. But um, I'm just being so impressed with how they're going about their business, uh, their level of commitment to one another. Um, Like They didn't play that well yesterday. They they really didn't, but they just frustrated the Cowboys. Um, Their defense was sensational. They made a few... like really basic errors. So the Jackson Ford one, for instance, I, sure. I, I know Jack, who's a, a good friend of mine, played with him at the Dragons, but that is a, you know, that's a, you know, that's under seven stuff, dropping yeah. them off, dropping it off I, the tap. But what they do is, Dobbo, they have each other's back. Yeah. They have they each other's back. They had 43% and, of the possession, James. Well, this is the thing. Well, over the whole game, they only completed at 76%. They made 13 errors. You look at the Cowboys, the Cowboys completed at 85%. They had 57% possession, and they still get beaten. There is something going wrong with their attack in a huge way. You, you, I know you talk about the Warriors, and they have really been a surprise packet. Well, well, but you've yeah, also got the yeah, problem the, with the, the, the there Cowboys. Are, there are some issues at the Cowboys, n- n- no doubt. No doubt, but but I just finish off on on the Warriors for a moment. Like Warriors of of previous years, with, with those sorts of mistakes and those sorts of statistics, they they fall into a hole, and they just can be. You know, they they used to have the the traits of being a bit blasé about it, but they're turning off one another, and they're committed to the cause. And whatever Andrew Webster's doing over there, like he he'd be. You know, after what seven rounds, he'd be coach of the year, for for sure, Un- undoubtedly. What what he's managed to do, turning them around. I don't know whether or not they've tapped into the the story of the past two years about being away due to COVID. And now they're back at home, and this is the real Warriors. But there seems to be something more going on there, um, in terms of just pure football knowledge and football IQ. And um, they seem to be really committed to to a cause and and committed to one another. Um, and I think that that usually that sort of narrative is usually um, started with the coach. So he he deserves so much credit for what he's done. I mean, he went over there as a 
I mean, a, a relatively, relatively unknown. Like when you look at some of the other coaches that were on the market, but he's been absolutely sensational. But onto the Cowboys. Geez, there's some dramas there. Yeah, Two wins well, for the season and, and the... Well, it's They've the Cowboys. Some... It's it's 2021 Cowboys, is what we're seeing. Yeah. That's what that's what we're seeing. We're not we're not seeing the Cowboys last year. Um, what it is, I I, I don't know. It, it's it's so hard to figure out because we just keep waiting for them to 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 put on the performances of of last year. Um, I've had a bit of a think about it and whether or not you know maybe the, the Cowboys and the Sharks overachieved last year. There was a couple of teams that weren't quite up to pace, but. Um, they they've got some a lot of questions to to be asking of themselves up there in Townsville, and no doubt, Coach Top Payton will be um, searching, looking for answers, trying to get the best out of his team. Like they're just not clicking in attack where they were so clinical last year. Like they were so good. Like not a lot expected of them last season, but they just they found a way to to get points. But it's just not happening for them this year. It really isn't. It doesn't seem to be, James, and, and and I look at some of the stats, and stats only speak so much, but the Cowboys missing 27 tackles, and yeah, I mean, th- that just doesn't happen for them. That, that, that They prided themselves last year on their defence, but their goal line defence this year um, has been really genuinely soft. We will unpack, there, there is talk of Jason Tumalolo being, having to go and have an operation this week. We'll talk about that a little bit more when it gets confirmed, but that would explain the minimum minutes that he's been playing compared to what we all expect him to play, that he has been carrying that knee injury. Uh, but the, the the great story at the moment is the Warriors. Um, they're running direct. They're playing... They're playing a Penrith style of football, which doesn't surprise us. But the, you know, they're big edge forwards committed in defence. Um, it, it is it is great to watch. They're, they're playing for each other. Yeah. That, that's what it is. They're playing for each other. They're playing for something bigger than themselves. Like, and that is epitomised by Sean Johnson. Like, yeah. look, look at what that guy's doing. There was a moment in yesterday's game, um, the Cowboys make a break down there, uh, the Cowboys' right-hand side, and they, they put a kick over the top, and who's there chasing back from the other side of the field? The other side of the field, Sean Johnson. Now, sure. uh, that, that, that's not Sean Johnson from previous years. He would have just happily seen that line break be conceded and just sort of look back and watch. But you, you notice he runs from the opposite side of the field and he's there to usher that ball dead. Like those are the little things that you're starting to notice about the Warriors, which sort of tends to suggest it's something bigger than the individual. This, this is, there's something big going on over, over there in, uh, in Auckland. There really is because those sorts of efforts from Sean Johnson haven't been seen before. No, and it's Renaissance football. There's no two ways about that. The middle game, let's talk about it. Um, Panthers 16, Knights 15. James, this was a high-quality game, like a proper high-quality game. And uh, Nathan Cleary, you're a superstar. Oh. There's no two ways about it. We we, 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 we know what he is. He, he, he has the mantle as the best in the game at the moment. I don't think there's any debate around that discussion. Well, I- yeah, I think him and Munster would be. Yeah. But in those clutch, clutch moments, yeah. when you need your it. star man to stand up, there's not a play that you'd want in your corner other than Nathan Cleary. Like, he'd be yeah. the one that you'd go to to, if you need a field goal, we saw the one that he kicked the other week against uh, Parramatta. Parramatta. Like, wow. <laughs> but then, and he just consistently does it. He did actually miss one. In uh, in the Newcastle game, which I guess yeah. I think that surprises people. It's like, oh, he's he's human after all. But uh, what 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 a player! Clutch moment. Give the ball to Nathan. 
16 points to 15, golden point win to the Panthers. I'm going to put something to you, and you might agree, you might not. I actually think the Knights were robbed for a number of reasons. Uh, I think the penalty with Tyson Fazell around the hair pulling of Jerome Luai, I think that's an issue. I mean, Tyson Fazell said, put your hair up in a bun. He said he was going for the jersey. He said, no one pulls hair. He said, it's not, it's no one pulls hair. He got penalised for it. He was going for the jersey. When you have hair hanging down your back, um, and no disrespect to Jerome Luai, there is a chance that you might get some of your hair caught. Okay. But we need to look at the rules. They say the golden point is great for the fans. Well, there was 24,000 fans who were at that game at McDonald Stadium, uh, McDonald Jones Stadium last night. Who it, I don't think they thought it was great for them. I Why? don't think that they enjoyed it. Why? Why can't we get to a point when you go to golden point that the Panthers, yep, they kick a field goal. They won the toss. They elected to run with the wind. And well done. Cleary kicks one from 42 out. They win the game. But in that moment... Can't we work it out that we give Newcastle then the right to reply? No. You get six tackles. No. Mate, no, well, no. well, it's, it's – we The Knights get nothing for that effort. They get absolutely nothing for the effort that they put in. And, mate, to be honest with you, for 75 minutes of the game, they were the better team. They were the better team. Yeah, but there's, pl- there's plenty of examples. Well, if you're the better team, you ice the game. You seal the game. And, it, and it's not about we're not playing yeah, it. We're not. Toss, we're not. We're not. No, you, no, win the you, toss. you don't get two points for being the better team. We'll get split two it points. and have a draw. What was wrong with oh, the draw? No, no, no. Mate. What was wrong with the draw? Well, let, let's go back. Recent example of a draw between Newcastle and Manly. Like, yeah, did they both any, get a did, point any, each. Did, did anyone leave that ground satisfied? But they get a point each. Well, That's you, the well, thing. Well, what you could do, Dobbo, is have yeah, both teams get a point, but then you play golden point. For, for an extra, win. for an extra, yeah, like, for an extra that, that, one. that perhaps is a is a solution. But I don't want to see games drawn. I, I used to be okay with the draw, but that game the other day, it was just so underwhelming. Like we had ninety minutes of football and we can't pick a winner. We need a winner. Like it, it has to be. Oh, I can't. I can't. If I'm Adam O'Brien, I'm disappointed in that. If I'm a Knights fan, I'm filthy that they played so well and that they lose it in Golden Point. They don't get anything or reward. No, after no, but, 80 no, minutes, but what, what, after 80 minutes, they get no reward for it. They yeah, go but, into extra time. But and that's, it's the, that's dis- the game. That's the game, Dobbo. It's, yeah, but if you it, win at the times, toss, it's not, at times it's not fair. Well, and and you only get one chance. Well, the, the solution is defend better. Don't let the Panthers come down the other end of the field. And like, look. If you're the if you're in the Knights camp, you have got two ways of looking at this. Like you can be down in the dumps, you can be kicking stones, you can be like, oh we were robbed, oh we you know we fought so hard and we got nothing. But it's those type of performances. So you're safe in the knowledge now that as a Knights player, you can go toe to toe with the best. You can yeah. do it. Like they've they've they played reason not much was expected in Newcastle. They've played really well this season. Huge test coming up against the Penrith Panthers, and they went toe to toe. And I think, yeah. and then you look at things like, okay, well, if buts and maybes, the hair pulling penalty, look, you can't pull hair. Was it accidental? A hundred percent. But I, look, it's one of those where it's just so, so unlucky on Tyson Brazil. It, it really is like, he, he's got no other option. I know he's grabbing, going for the jersey, but he pulls his hair, which you, you can't do accidental or not. For me, the biggest issue in terms, and, and that, that, that is highlighted because um, the Panthers went on to score from that penalty. Yeah, sure. For me, the biggest um, joke of a penalty was the one on Dane Gay Guy. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, basically, he's penal. Like, so, if that's a precedent that the referees are going to set, you're going to listen to every rook. What, what, what a player says every rook, if he feels like he... Uh, to be fair, I thought it was a penalty for, for Dane Gaga. I thought he was interfered in the rook. He's got up and, and, and used some choice words, not necessarily directed at the referee. You can verbalise things to yourself. I don't know. I, I think that was the, the harsher, the, the harshest penalty. It's getting very, very difficult. Um, controversial this might be, and you are a better judge of this than me, but I don't put Ponga back at 5'8 next week when he comes back into the side. What? I keep Tyson Gamble. I keep Gamble and um, Hastings. I, I understand. I understand and I know how controversial this is. You've got to have Ponga in the side, of course. He's your highest paid player. But I think Gamble is a competitor. Yeah, of course I he don't is. Say, and I don't know where else you, you play him. But you, you've got to fit Gamble into that side. And well, you have him not yet. Ben, like c- competitive people, they're always going to stand out. Tyson Gamble, I love what he was like at, at Brisbane. You know, he, he always, he, he, he plays with so much up-tempo energy. He has to. That That's... That's why he's made it as a as a first grader, but Caelan Ponga can, can do things that not many people can. I and get he, that. And he can ice those. Why, why not play him at fullback again? What? 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 Well, why, then, why what about Lockie Miller? Put Lockie Miller on the wing. You've got you've got you've got you know you've got a really good winger there that you know that and so play him well, on the wing. Po- po- Ponga though, as like you say, that that the star of that team. I get has, that, has made has, has, has made it clear in? that he wants to play five eight, and if he wants to play five eight, then that's a, a well, mate. Let, when when does it become what players want, not what the what's best for the team? They're well, a better team at the moment. They've been playing better football without Ponga at the moment, and that's honest. Yeah, they've been but, playing better football, and you know that. So yeah, perhaps. perhaps but I, I think, look, how long, how how consistent can Tyson Gamble be? Like, how consistent can he be? And like, oh, I don't say. No. I don't say. It, look, he, he's not a. He's not a patch on him. But I'm just saying that combination seems to be working now. Well, what, what, what you, one you, you or the potential solution you put is Miller over Greg Marzio. I, I think. I think Lockie Miller's better on the wing than Marzio, and I, I think you you could, play Pong well, out there. Well, there's, there's an idea that you could go. Um, you could put Tyson Gamble at lock, or put him on the bench and come on as that, like yeah. that that uh, as a middle forward. Yeah, just to create some havoc, th- throw a lot of enthusiasm in there. Uh, th- mate, there's, there's no way, there's no way you can have Ponga not playing. No, there's no question about that. I'm just saying shift play him at fullback and not 5'8". Yeah, absolutely. He's your highest paid player. He's back this week. He he. And the thing about it is, James, he'll be the origin fullback for Queensland. He'll nah, be I'm Queensland's not, origin well, fullback. You know, think, if, think, if he's well, fit, he'll be playing with Queensland at fullback. He was man of the match there last year. He'll be there this year um, at fullback if he's fit and if he gets through the next couple of weeks. So if he's good enough there, why wouldn't – I understand what they said, but they've got a 5-8 there at the moment. It's an interesting scenario. And, you know, Adam O'Brien said that he, he they're going to have to find a place for him in that side, Gamble, in that side. But it, where yeah, is he'll it? Be, he'll be in the 17. So it'll be, it'll be Lockall coming off the bench. We're going to move on. Um, we clearly disagree with that, um, James Graham well, 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 and uh, hey, Dobbo. Going on the on the Queensland fullback, I, I I don't know if it's if it's so settled that Ponga will play there. Okay, I, I, I'm I'm thinking that the Hammer will take that position. See, I, I agree with he's had an unbelievable season, but. 
Ponga was man of the match in game three. Every time he's played for Queensland in the one jersey, he's mm. been outstanding. Um, uh, uh, Billy Slater absolutely loves him. And if you look at the composition of the side, you know, unless you're prepared to shift Ponga to the centres or the hammer to the centres um, for that, th- they're going to be facing some heavy traffic in Turbo and Luttrell, um, you would s- suspect, um, because Tedesco will be fullback. And I don't think uh, – I think Gagai and, and Holmes will be your centres. That's just the thing. You've also got Reese Walsh. So it's no lay-down Mazaire that the hammer gets to the fullback position because I, of I Reese Walsh. Uh, in, in my opinion, Dobbo, if you yep. look at the, the makeup of Queensland's side and what they've already got, so they've got Munster, Cherry Evans, Harry Grant, Ben Hunt in the in the spine positions. Yep. Like, that that's enough creativity in there. I think what, what they'd need from their fullback – it's not what Reese Walsh brings, and it's not what Ponga brings. I think what what they need is what um, the Hammer brings: bigger body, stronger defensively. What about incumbency? What about the well, fact well, that yeah, you're yeah, matching game I, three? I, I, like, I get, I get that, but I, it's just my opinion, Dollar. Like, yeah, I, I, I think, in my opinion, looking at the makeup of the team and what's already there, how they complement each other. Like, look at Dylan Edwards; he's a workaholic. Yeah. But he's not the flashiest of players. But he compliments Luai, he compliments Cleary, and he compliments Isaiah Yeo. And last year he complimented um, Corso as well. But he's not a flashy yeah. type player. He's just an effort player. And I think the hammer replicates that more than those other two that we're talking about. Could you play the hammer on the wing? Could you play him but on the wing? It's not necessarily about fitting the hammer into the team. No, but you want a big body with a carry, and you want your back three to be big. And, and like you know, so you, you you talk about the carry, and I I, I get that, and so. That, that similar role of linking up, could you play the hammer? And we, we've do- deviated here. Of course here. you can play him on yeah. the wing. Of course, yeah. of course. Yeah. But, but I just think, you know, I'm looking short short on the line, big body, you know. I, I know as a, a forward, I'd rather be targeting Ponga. I'd rather be targeting Reese Walsh versus the hammer being there. Yeah. I, I, there, there, there is certainly I'm one with you on Walsh. I, I think he, he's definitely an origin player. He's been selected before, but I don't know if he'll be, he'll be there game one. Let's talk about that final game. We're going to take a break. This is the Footy Talk podcast, a listener podcast. James Graham and Dobbo with you on a Sunday. (laughs) Welcome back to Footy Talk. Uh, Jimmy Graham and Dobbo with you on Sunday, uh, ahead of what will be a great clash this afternoon, Canberra and St. George, and then the Bulldogs and Parramatta. They're the two games this afternoon. You'll hear that on Listener. Uh, Let's talk about the third game. And it was a tale of two halves. Uh, 14-10 at halftime, the Titans were leading and they end up getting beaten 43 points to 26. So much to unpack here. Um, I thought the first 38 minutes, the Gold Coast were outstanding. Were. Uh, um, and it, it should have been, it should have been literally 14-4 as they went to the break. Um, a loose kick by Jaden Campbell. Oh. He should have gone to the air. Picked up by Marty DePau, Herbie Farnworth goes the length of the field and scores, and that was the tail. And that the bra- end of it, it breaks you. Yeah, yeah it, it did. It breaks because- you. And and with the where the Titans are at the moment, Dobbo, they they're not a team that can come back from that. And we yeah. see it happen to like world class teams. Look at South Sydney in the playoffs last year, playing Penrith. They had that breakaway try, Penrith, just before half time, and it went downhill from there. And it was the same with the Titans. That was so deflating because they performed so well. And then to concede, you know, right on half time, it, it just 
you could see it really took the wind out of the sails. And no matter who's in the in the coach's box or in the dressing sheds at half time, to you know, you try and talk your way through it. We start fresh, but it, it's there, and, and and you could see it. And then you know, Br- Brisbane. To be fair to them, they um they they've got points like that they do. They've got such quality attacking players at their disposal. They they can create. Um, well, look at the try scorers in the second half. Reese Walsh, Jesse Arthurs, Kurt Capewell, Ezra Mam, Selwyn Cobbo. But I would say this, and and Reese Walsh got man of the match. Um, I still don't know with Brisbane, James. I I, I still uh, th- there is a question mark with me. They are obviously leading the competition, but I, I, I truly think we'll get a better understanding of them in the next month. Yeah, and okay. the reason being the reason being is Parramatta in Darwin, then South at Suncorp, Manly at Suncorp, then they go on the road and they play Melbourne and Penrith. Then they've got to take on, then they've got to take on New Zealand in Napier in the first week of Origin. So that's round thirteen. So. The, the whips are cracking now for them. Now, can they go with those big teams? They they well might. They might be better than those big teams, but the good teams don't let them off the hook like the Titans let them off the hook last night. Yeah. You know, they put them away. They put them right away. It's gone by halftime. And you've played in good teams that have done that, and you've played in teams that probably didn't have the resilience that you would have liked to have seen. I just don't know what Brisbane are at the moment. Yeah, they, I, they can score points, but I'm not a hundred percent convinced. Yeah, uh, no, no, and I don't think anybody is yet. I don't think anybody is yet. But they can only do what's and, and because they're kind of the new kids on the block up at the top. Any time in in any sport where a team that's not being successful, then all of a sudden starts, you know, yeah. leading the competition. It's all, they're always going to be. Can they maintain this? Well, they've got the runs on the board already. Yeah, six and, wins. And, and six look, Dobbo, you can fall into a bit of a trap when you go in so well. It's like, oh, it's just, like, with all due respect, but it's just the Titans. We, we got this. And I think they did that last week against the Raiders as well. Yeah. They just, they, they just assumed it was going to happen. So now they've proven they can do it. it it's it, it's got to be uh, a shift in mentality of like, okay, we know we can do it, but now we've got to go make it happen because... Teams, other teams are starting to get a bit more aware of us, but 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 also let's not let's not be overconfident in, in what what we're doing out there, and and that is a danger. But no doubt, the, these I think these next five games, Dobber, the, the ones you talked about, it's exactly what the Broncos need. They need a tough period because if they're going to practice for September, you're going to have yeah. to win three or four in a row. So they need this tough period now as a bit of a practice run for where they're going to be aiming to go. Yeah, that's that's a well said. What did you make of the Titans? I mean, Foran was good early. They're just lacking, uh, you know, a couple of outside backs. I mean, Brimson comes back in there. Do you play Brimson in the centres ahead of – you keep Jaden Campbell at fullback. Brimson will be back next week. I thought Chad Randall was very good for them early, um, the nine. But, I mean, you've got Verrills who is still, you know, a couple of weeks away. But – They've got some cattle there. They they just need to be a little bit more consistent. And we saw it last week against St. George, to be fair. We saw them stay in the fight. They just didn't have that same gumption, a different side, mind you, um, but they just didn't have that fight that they had last week at the back end. Yeah, uh, and consistency is is an issue for for most teams in the NRL, like consistently playing. Like I thought the Gold Coast Titans were outstanding last week against the Dragons. 
Yeah. It was a high-quality game. High game, and both teams played, in my opinion, really well. Both were gutsy. But perhaps when the, the issue for the Titans is, is when they come up against that top echelon of teams, yeah. they're going to struggle, even when they beat the Melbourne, an underdone Melbourne Storm. Like yeah. it was a, there was a lot of tries conceded. Like they, they, they somehow found a way, but that was like what thirty eight, thirty four, something yeah, sure. like you know. So they probably need a bit more emphasis on group defense, like yeah. and working together in defense. Not not too dissimilar to what the Warriors are doing, but I think that the Titans are still going to have. They're, they're always that team that will go. Oh, we'll, we'll we'll throw the ball around and we'll see what happens. And you know it. Don't be surprised to see more score lines like the one in yesterday's game where, you know, they lose a game by 40 points, but they can score 24 themselves. Sure. That's it from us here at Footy Talk, a listener podcast on a Sunday. Jimmy Graham and Dobbo with you. Hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, the listener app is where you will catch Footy Talk, plus all the coverage, Sunday Sinbin and all the coverage. We've got the big game this afternoon, the Raiders taking on the Dragons. We'll catch you next time. 